Good morning and welcome to Friday morning, January the 13th of 2023 on When I Rise. Today we come to the end of year A and the second Sunday after Epiphany. And on the Friday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the gospel passage, which comes to us from this week from the Revised Common Lectionary and this week of the church's calendar year. And so we find ourselves in a new gospel today, Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 29 through 42. So let me read that passage a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making this party morning on When Our Eyes. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. John chapter 1, verses 29 through 42. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one about whom I said, He who comes after me is greater than me because he existed before me. Even I didn't recognize him, but I came baptizing with water so that he might be made known to Israel. John testified, I saw the Spirit coming down from heaven like a dove, and it rested on him. Even I didn't recognize him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, The one on whom you see the Spirit coming down and resting is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and testified that this is one this one is God's son. The next day John was standing again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus walking along, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he asked, What are you looking for? They said, Rabbi, which is translated teacher, where are you staying? He replied, Come and see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two disciples who heard what John said and followed Jesus was Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. He led him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. This is the word of God for us. The word epiphany just means like a revealing or an awareness or some sort of enlightenment that happens to individuals or group of people. And so I love that they picked out this passage from John chapter 1 because we see an array of people who have the light bulb turned on but what God is up to in and around Jesus, right? So it starts with John the Baptist, who is a key figure, even Josephus, um, a Jewish historian working on behalf of the Greco-Roman Empire, has this great write-up about John the Baptist in his uh, Jewish history. He said that he had great uh, ministry around the the uh, Jordan River, and many many minds were open because of his ministry. So like someone who's got prominence, like John, like he still sits in darkness and when Jesus comes to him to be baptized, John's eyes are opened and Jesus walks by a second time and John's pointing him out of the crowd. And so some of these disciples of John leave John's tutelage and they begin to follow Jesus. And then there's like a second generation, like where Andrew is a part of that initial pair that joins Jesus. And then so Andrew himself goes and finds Peter and Peter is brought to Jesus and Jesus has a moment with him. And so what we see is that when Jesus arrives, people are drawn to him. I mean, people of prominence 
and people who are still in relative obscurity. Uh, this seems to be one of the great schemas of John's gospel. I mean, John says it in the introductory uh, paragraphs. He says that uh, Jesus came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. That's the problem of John's gospel. Israel was awaiting a Messiah, and they rejected Messiah when he came. But John doesn't leave us there in like the low part. part. He actually brings us to the high part. He says, but anyone who did receive him, who called upon his name, God gave the right to become children of God, not born of natural descent, but born from above, right? And I think that's just great. So what we see is this great outworking as Jesus goes from place to place, like a wedding in Cana. He goes by this, the Jordan Riverside. Uh, there is just people who are awakened because of what God is doing. And I think I've seen that this week. I mean, I was scrolling through Instagram and there was a, there's like a, a young adult, maybe in their 20s who was at a a previous church that I was a part of. And because of that, you know, everybody just follows everybody on Instagram. But I mean, I've been away from that church for some time now. This person has come of age and they're in their 20s. And to be honest, like all that I knew about this person is that they attended youth group every now and again. Uh, They seem to have other things going on in life. They went to the big events during their high school ministry years. And um, they seem to be a nice person. Obviously, they, they seem to be eager to show up and hang out with their friends. But never did they really display like a personal, you know, ascent or a personal embrace of Jesus that's, you know, demonstrative and definitive. They were just always kind of in the crowd. And so I was delighted to see that um, this person attended a conference with a few college friends or uh, people that they used to go to college with. And they've got like post after post about this vow to follow Jesus, um, this interest in pursuing God and being follower of God. And that was just neat. And that's just what happens when Jesus is lifted up. He draws people like that uh, to himself, right? Um, we saw from our own ministry at Ridgepoint, uh, the church I work for, we got a new campus that's being launched on the south side of town. And a new campus pastor there has been spending some time with people relationally and has some critical spiritual conversations with them and uh, led, a, led someone to an awareness who Jesus was. Uh, this person wanted to confess their sins and asked Jesus to forgive them and they became a follower of Jesus and it seemed to happen out of nowhere and there was like certain things that happened like a dream or a critical conversation and even as they were praying this person like felt this um, I don't know I felt like this burning inside their chest uh, like something like really important was happening like they, they could tell you feel it in their body that they were climbing some sort of an ascent to a knowledge to a better life and um, as that story was told to our staff we rejoice because of it. And so just this week, you've got someone who's been hanging around the church for quite a long time. Um, it just took some time like for it to seep in and to, to get into the core of who they were. And now here they are. They're making a vow to follow Jesus. Then you got a person who they weren't even tracking with religion, but they met somebody who asked them some conversations and had dinner with them. And it made, made them think about their life and want to sort through it all and uh, want to belong to a church and ultimately to uh, try to follow God, uh, the God we see in the face of Jesus. And uh, that's just what Jesus does when he shows up. He just draws people uh, to him in an array of ways. And uh, that's what we're going to pray for today. We're going to pray that that Jesus will be exalted. And as he's exalted, people will be drawn to him. Both people of prominence, like John the Baptist, who's in the the middle of ministry, you know, already living for God and just a light bulb's turned on. But also someone like Peter, who just minding his own business and his brother convinced him to tag along uh, to like an encounter with Jesus. And because of that, his life was changed as well. So someone from relative obscurity who gets to know the same God as well. So these things in mind, let's spend some time praying to our God this morning.
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you today that you're you're turning light bulbs on. Uh, people with an array of experiences and pasts are finding a common place at the foot of the cross. And so we thank you for a God who's inclusive, a God who brings everybody and wants to show forgiveness and life and mercy to all who would call upon him. And so this day, we have loved ones and friends who still don't know, and we want them to know, not just because in some strange way, like we get points or we're proved right, because um, they would choose something that we already care about, but we deeply know um, that they need you and uh, they would love you and desire you if they could get to know you and to hear your story. And so God, this day, we just hold all of them in your care, hold all of them in the love of God, we do pray that love would abound to each and every person and that Jesus, when you're lifted up in communities and families and worship spaces, that you would draw people to yourself, all people to yourself, that you might have mercy upon them all and that their lives would be changed like you've been changing ours. So we give them to your care and we ask God that you would have your own way in their lives. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.